Welcome, podcast listeners, to Roll Radio, where each week we listen in as aspiring adventurers play the world's greatest role-playing game, Dungeons and Dragons. Join us as we travel to far-off Faerun, where we discover the Sword Coast in turmoil and in desperate need of heroes. Last time on Roll Radio, our heroes had to perform feats of math and magic to make it out of the escape room before they choked to death on noxious fumes. Our knowledge cleric skills shined bright as he solved the formula and pieced together the unfinished golem who then freed our heroes from the death trap. Amazing! After leaving the golem dancing the night away in the ballroom, they made their way to the second floor of the spooky mansion. There they found themselves, standing in a flowing stream of pulsating necrotic energy. Soon, the party realized that the mansion seemed to be controlling where they could go and what they could see. Things were not getting any less spooky. Cranks were cranked, little farts squeezed out, doors were stroked, doll dresses were sniffed. Finally, a door opened for them and they found themselves looking into a room decorated with fairies, flowers, unicorns, and cute stuffed animals. And just when Esmir thought she might be able to get a new dress and some friends for her curtain, things got even more spooky. Her curtain was alive and looking for blood. A creepy doll battle ensued. Even with six against one, the doll escaped and our distraught gnome was ready to quit the adventure in life. But her faithful friends rallied to her side and convinced her to carry on because, well, there were more doors to open. So onward they went and quickly vanquished a ghost who was washing spectral skivvies. But our Esmir was weary and the one-liners were a bit tepid. Is Esmir really ready to hang up her adventuring hat? Why would a flesh golem sing putting on the Ritz? Is every room really worth checking out when you're in a spooky mansion? And will Esmir shoot everything she sees, even if it's a kitten? Well, who knows? Let's find out in this episode of Scourge of the Sword Coast. So you guys have been exploring the second floor of this haunted mansion, and you just witnessed another moment from this mansion's past. In the laundry room, you encountered another ghost. This time it was a house servant washing clothes, and when Esmir cast a firebolt at it, it just disappeared. And so now, uh, you guys are in the hallway, standing amidst the pulsating green necrotic energy that is flowing through this uh, entire second floor. Oh, I forgot that. (laughs) And you look down the hall and see three more doors, one on each side of the hall and one at the end of the hall. And as you're standing there, you all hear that sobbing and moaning again. Great. Moaning. 
moaning. And it's coming from behind the door on the western side of the hall. What do you guys want to do? All right, let's deal with the moaner here. Mona. Yeah, I agree. Let's deal with that moaner first. Esmir's going to ready another firebolt. This place is stupid. All right, I'm going to uh, try to open the door with stealth, even though that rarely works. Five. Nope, just opens like a regular door. Okay. Maybe a little extra squeaky. The door squeaks open, and you peek in and see what looks to be a washroom. Right in front of you, a bench wraps around the southwestern corner of the room. Next to it hang several old towels stained with blood. Is someone like, is there a ghost pooping in there? (laughs) (laughs) Next to the northern wall sits an old bathtub. And Cullen, you see the source of the sobbing and moaning. Lying in the empty bathtub is the apparition of a beautiful naked woman. And blood is gushing from her wrists. And she lays there sobbing and whispering something. Gushing blood from its wrists. Don't let her touch you. Don't let her touch you. Ask it questions. You ask it questions. Would you like a Band-Aid? It's <laughs> <laughs> the thing of horror. You step back from the door. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go into the room. Okay. So am I. Okay. Then, so I have to get. She's in the bathtub. I'm gonna go here. Can I poke her with my stick from here? My my staff. No, your staff isn't ten feet long. Move up one. And I'm gonna go. I eight. <laughs> <laughs> no, move up. Move up a full one. <laughs> Don't be afraid. (laughs) Let the record show that she moved half a square. (laughs) And as you move closer, uh, you can now hear what she's whispering between sobs. How could you? How could you? How could you? Hey, are you Gertrude? What's your name? (laughs) She doesn't answer. She just lays there sobbing as blood continues to pour out of her and into the tub. And I'm gonna poke it with my, I'm gonna poke her with my stick. Are you real bleeding lady? (laughs) And when you poke her with your staff, her head snaps towards you and she screams, liar. Then she leaps at you and her ethereal form slams into your body and begins to envelop you. Oh, I'm getting enveloped, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and as her form surrounds you, a chill runs through your body. Her suicidal thoughts fill your being, and you immediately feel this woman's pain and anguish, and you also feel her trying to possess your body. Roll a charisma saving throw. Uh-oh. 18 Whoa. plus one, 19. Oh. Stupid ghost, I'm not afraid of you, you creepy wench. <laughs> so you feel her uh, trying to take control of your body, but through a sheer force of will, you expel her, and her ghostly form flies back out of you, and she's now hovering over the bathtub, and she looks pissed. Liar! Liar, huh? I, so I wonder if she is Sally. She, I'm guessing she's like the Duke or whatever he is, her his wife. That's what I was thinking. The general. Yeah. The general's wife. Yeah. The General Monfarthas. 
Well, you guys remember when you were uh, in the ballroom and you saw the ghosts of the general and Gertrude, uh, they were talking to each other, right? And the general said, uh, let us run away together. And Gertrude replied, well, what about your wife? And then he was like, don't worry about her. She will cope. Oh, so she did not cope. Though. She did not cope. Yeah. Not cope well at all. Yeah. yeah. Nope on the cope. You know what I'm saying? Nope on yeah. the cope. Nope on the cope. <laughs> well, now her ghostly naked body is floating over the bathtub and like a spectral wind is blowing her hair around and her eyes are filled with rage. Looks like she wants to take her anger out on you guys. Roll initiative. Oh, ghost fight. Hey, tutelages in here. 18. 12. 16. And I got a 17. Are ghosts undead? <laughs> They're mostly undead. <laughs> <laughs> well, they ain't alive. Well, well, so that's what I'm saying, but it's not in like any kind of body form. I don't know, so, priest. You tell I'm me. I'm just wondering. Hey. I don't, I'm actually, I'm actually asking as a human being right now, right. are I do, they yeah. considered undead? Well, the creature ID says medium undead. Medium undead, like medium okay, rare cool. undead. Right on. Right. <laughs> nice. I think they're rarest, the rarest of undead. <laughs> All right, Elric. Yes. You are outside the washroom here when suddenly you hear a ghostly scream. What do you do? Well, I'm going to move into there, and I'm going to target her. Hmm. She's too close for a firebolt. Would my glaive do any damage to a ghost? Well, your old glaive wouldn't, but your new glaive is magical. Ah, okay, so I'm going to take a... I moved in, so I'll take a couple of swings at her. Okay. Glaive of sharpness, attack number one. All right, nice. 25. Oh. Damage for it. Ah, uh, oh. four. Pink, pink, pink. Just nick it. Okay, Glebo Sharpness, swing two. Ah, that's a miss. <sighs> and eight misses, and your swing just passes right through her. All right, bonus action. The bonus butt. Magical butt. 13, hit. Damage. Ooh, Parsh partially resisted. Partially resisted. Okay. Looks that's like fine. your butt isn't magical. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was about to say. I don't think the butt's magical, just the blade. That's cool. <laughs> All right, Esmir, you were almost possessed by this uh, ghost of a once jilted woman. She now floats before you. What are you going to do? I'm going to shocking grasp her. Okay. And I'm going to say, it's not my fault your boyfriend was a jerk. Her husband. I don't care. It's not my problem. <laughs> Take your problems out on me. Oh. 17. Hit. 17 hits. Ooh. 13. Par partially, partially resisted. Partially resisted. Six. Yes, the lightning doesn't seem to affect her as much, uh, so she only takes six damage. Okay, and then I'm going to go... I got sorry guys, but I'm gonna duck out back here a little bit because I'm small and I can die fast. <laughs> oh, and can I use my bonus action with Wheezy? Yes. Okay, Wheezy, you just try and snap her, bite her butt or something. <laughs> it's 
So he's going to... <laughs> Wheezy's, Wheezy's had to do a lot of challenging things. Chew on the balls of orcs, bite the butts of various evil Wheezy wizards. is tried and true. Tried Trying and to true. bite a ghost might be a bridge too far. I don't know. It looks like he did. <laughs> nice. Really does one point of damage. That one point's one point, bro. Which will be resisted. <laughs> I don't and rounding care. Rounding down, it means I don't care. Zero. Me and my team, any anything in he this house, nothing. me and my team, we're going to shoot at everything. We don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Jake, you guys have interrupted the bath of this poor woman. What are you going to do? Poor woman. Poor woman, you're attacking the wrong people. You're Poor woman, Yoshi. I am going to cast Sacred Flame. Take that, you evil apparition. Ooh, and she fails. Six fails. Doing 2d8 radiant. And Whoa, doing almost a max. 12 though. points of 12 damage. Points. 12 points. None of it's resisted, cleric. Of course, because it's sacred flame and she's undead. Now, the um, I don't have any second level spot slot, so I cannot cast the Book of Agma. And you are lucky, you <laughs> apparition bitch. <laughs> you are the liar. <laughs> Colin, something's going on in that bathroom, and it doesn't sound good. What are you going to do? Well, I have only one magical weapon. And I'll do my best with it. I run straight into the room, well, diagonally, through Elric, winding up right next to the tub, and I go after the apparition. All right. Um, so I am going to just use two two attacks, and uh, with no bonus action, I'm going to use the axe two-handedly. Okay. So swing of the axe number one. 12. A 12 hits, just barely. Oh, 10 plus 4, 14. That's maximum. And she didn't, and she didn't resist any of it. That's well, huge. It's a magical axe. Second attack. 18. Right on. Nice. 9 plus 4, 13. Nice. Nice. So your axe cuts through her ethereal form, and she lets out a wail. And then you all see her beautiful form suddenly uh, warp into a horrifying visage as her face transforms into a terrifying skull. Everyone, roll a wisdom saving throw. Oh no. Oh great. Oh please. I always suck at these. 16 for me. Oh boy. God damn it. What is with the rolls? I got six. Oh, 19. Thank God. Oh yeah. 27. Natural 20. I look at her and laugh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, Esmir, uh, seeing this really scares the crap out of you, <laughs> and you are now frightened for one minute. Good. This is what I wanted the whole time, is to get the hell out of here. <laughs> stupid place. Now, you rolled a six, right? Yeah, three plus three. Yeah. Okay. Esmir... You are so frightened that you lose your bowels. You lose your bowels. No, it's worse. It's worse than that. Roll a d4. 
Oh my god. Oh jeez. I got a four, what does that mean? Oh man. Okay, so you were frightened so badly by this uh, ghost's horrifying visage that you have just instantly aged 40 years. Huh. What? what? Oh my god. So do I see this? Do I see her turn like pruny in front of my face? <laughs> well, she's a young gnome, not a human, right? So uh, 40 years doesn't turn her into like an old lady or anything. Gotcha, okay, okay. What's the lifespan of a gnome? It's like three to 500 years. Oh. Is this gonna be permanent? Cause I'm, that's kind of freaking me out a little bit. Well, right now you're not sure. You'll have to try and maybe figure that out later. Okay. We're blowing this place up as soon as I get that. I get my bearings. I'm gonna blow everything in this place up. Your lifespan is 500 years. This is nothing. It's something, buddy. Shut up. <laughs> it's nothing. It's I sing. A couple of weeks. I, I sing happy birthday to you 40 times. <laughs> I'm gonna kick your ass too, buddy. It's <laughs> <Stop. laughs> All right. Well, now it's AC's turn, and uh, you know he feels what just happened to you. So what's he gonna do? Um, he's gonna stay there. Um, yeah, he's just gonna stay right there. Okay, Elric, right. this uh, ghost just tried to scare you, but you remain unfazed and you have it cornered. What are you gonna do? I'm gonna keep swinging. So, uh, Glaive of Sharpness, first attack. Damn. 11 Damn. hits. Ooh, nice. Damage. Ooh, 10. Nice. It's in critical. So, Glaive of Sharpness, second attack. All right. Oh natural my 20, gosh. 26. Oh, yeah. Critical hit. Can you chop off a ghost limb? <laughs> yes, you can. Well, we'll see. Roll damage. 15 so, damage. Nice. 15. Doesn't it uh, give me a bonus on a natural 20? Yes, it gets another 14 points of damage. Wow. So you did 29 damage to the ghost. Wow. And with that critical hit, the ghost just dissipates and disappears. Ah, nice. Be gone, spectral wench. Good job, boy. Goodbye, Moon. Let me roll a natural 20 just to see if I chop something off. Yeah. No, I did not. And I say, okay, and I run out of the room. <laughs> uh, I thought you were talking to me. Oh. Sorry about the tragedy. Yeah, sorry about your old man cheating on you. That was really an uncool thing for him to do. Dick, move. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of here. All right, yeah. Okay, and then Esmir is going to, before she does anything else... She is going to uh, activate her Melf's Minute Meteors, and she's going to have them ready. She is going to shoot anything that moves in this fucking place. <laughs> and I got the I got the Melf's I got the Melf's Meteors, and they're twirling around my hand, and the light is lighting me from below. And I'm like, you want to get spooky, bitches? Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I gotta, I gotta, 
<laughs> Wizard grenades. I think we definitely could see that Esmir is not really herself, at least the one that she was uh, two minutes ago. So I'm just going to step aside. <laughs> if you sing happy birthday, old man, one of these puppies is coming right to you, my friend. You're not going to like it. I'm kidding. I would never do that. You know I love you. I might I'm go pissed. back and give you one of those dolls. I'll wrap it up like a little birthday gift. I'm No more dolls for me. I told you I'm burning every doll I ever see from now on, even if a little kid's holding it. I'm mean, like, give me that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need Walking it. Down you the don't street. need it. <laughs> Throw it on the ground. Fireball, fireball, fireball. <laughs> <laughs> They're all evil. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> okay, so there's two doors left. Well, if I was a spooky house, I'd probably have the biggest fright at the last door you went in. The one at the end of the hall. Yes, I agree. So let's check out the other door. All right. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a good point. All right. So, Jake, you approach the double doors across the hall, and you see that they are slightly open. And you peek in and see a kitchen. Along the southern wall, there is a counter and a hole in the floor next to it. Huh. Around the room, you see uh, four cabinets on the walls, and below them, uh, hanging on hooks, are tarnished knives and other cooking utensils. And directly across from you, on the eastern wall, there is a hot plate with a, you know, a fire pit below it. And on the hot plate sits a small chest about the size of a shoebox. Hmm. Hmm. Um, okay. I would like to slowly approach into this room toward that chest. I believe it's taking my eye. Um, so, may I ask really quickly, the indentation in the wall to the south is the hot plate? Well, are you going in there? Uh, uh, I guess I, uh, to ask that question, I have to come inside, yes. I'm coming in too. Okay. Wheezy's gonna stand by in the hallway, and Asilius is on my shoulder. Okay. Alright, so you guys uh, all enter this kitchen, and Cullen, you take a look at that indentation in the wall there, and you see a hole in the floor there. And above it is a rusty pulley, and you immediately recognize this as the remnants of the dumbwaiter that connects to the small kitchen downstairs uh, by the dining room that you guys were in. Hmm. Everyone roll a perception check. Oh, okay. 23. 12 for Elric. 15. I got a 15. I got, a, I got a whopping three people. All right, Jake, I whispered to you what you perceive. You know, don't you feel like the air in here is a little bit colder? And look, I swear those cupboard doors just moved. Uh, shoot a firebolt at the cupboard doors. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy that I... I'm happy I didn't walk over there yet. So you shoot a firebolt, Esmir? Nope. <laughs> okay. I spooky houses, and I just like. Ah! <laughs> so your firebolt hits the cabinet. Go ahead and roll damage. Hmm. Interesting. Two ones. Wow. Two points of damage. Freaking two D tens. Eleven. She did eleven. <laughs> so your firebolt uh, hits the cabinet. No, but it only singes it a bit. 
And as that happens, all the cabinet doors suddenly fly open. And as they do, uh, pots and plates and pans and silverware, along with you know knives and the utensils that are hanging on the hooks, they all start to fly out into the kitchen. Everyone roll a dexterity saving throw. It's like the opposite legion, where all this stuff goes crazy in the kitchen. Or like 82 other horror movies. <laughs> what do we need to do? Roll a dexterity save? Yep, dexterity saving throw. Ooh, I got a 10. 12. 9. Bullshit. <laughs> oh, 3. Why? Everybody dies. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you all failed your dexterity saving throws, and you all get hit by one of these flying objects. God. Ladle, ladle. Ladle. <laughs> The potato scrubber. <laughs> All right. Uh, first, an iron pan hits Jake in the head for five points of damage. <laughs> the hell is going on in here? I told you we should leave. Arbitrarily throwing fireballs at everything wasn't the best plan. <laughs> Cullen, a rusty knife stabs into you for six points of damage. Oh, oh my God, six. And Elric, uh, a fork sticks into you for three points of damage. Ding. Oh, how annoying. What the fork? What the fork? And finally, Esmir. <laughs> Don't kill me. You take six points of damage as a cooking pot slams into your head. Oh, that's not cool. Everyone roll initiative. Okay, here we go. This bullshit. I rolled a 16 for initiative. Ah, 16 as well. Oh, a whopping five. I rolled a 13 and AC rolled a 13. That's so cute. All right, so you guys just uh, got pelted by objects flying out of these four kitchen cabinets. Their doors are flapping around wildly as more things just keep flying out. Uh, you seem to have awoken a poltergeist. Cullen, you're first. What do you do? Um, I step out of the room. <laughs> I disengage. Okay. I'm not fighting a cupboard. That's ridiculous. <laughs> All right, Elric. Uh, this kitchen uh, seems to be upset about something and it's trying to kill you. What are you gonna do? Can I shoot a fireball at the cupboard? You could, but what new uh, item uh, smashes objects? Oh, I have an object. It's, it's an object. It's an object. It's an object. All right, action. So I'm going to use my glaive of sharpness. Yeah. Okay, roll the hit and get a 10 or higher. Okay. Oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> Esmir knew that we would be fighting furniture today. She knew there was gonna be some sort of furniture altercation. <laughs> so I'm gonna give him my portent, the nine. Okay. Okay, so that's an automatic hit. Uh, so what's max damage for your glaive? Maximum damage for a glaive, uh, D10 plus three, so 13. All right, so you hit the cupboard with your new glaive and it just smashes to pieces. And it falls to the ground and all its uh, contents just smash and spill out all over the floor. All right. Take that, you cupboard. Yeah, mother cupboard. Mother cupboard. <laughs> <laughs> I get two attacks. Yep. So I'm gonna swing again. Glaive of sharpness, 17. All right, another cupboard goes down. Cool. Yay. Can I use the bonus action on it? Sure. Nice. All right, bonus action. <laughs> 12. 12 hits. It's like Hit one again, of those man. home and garden shows. 
<laughs> Are you so doing an extreme makeover in there? <laughs> so that's, uh... Is that open concept you're going after? <laughs> that's eight points. Eight points. Okay, you smashed that cabinet pretty good. Okay. Uh, so it's hanging there all crooked, but stuff is still flying out of it. <laughs> I'm just running up to it. Ah! Breasting a hailstorm of forks and knives. Then smashing it. Smash, smash. He's going for the distressed look. You know you pay extra for that. All right, you going to stay there? I'm going to stay right where I am, yeah. All right, Esmir, you watch as Elric goes to town on the cupboards with his new glaive, uh, but the poltergeist is still throwing stuff at you guys. What are you going to do? I'm going to shoot a firebolt. Uh, how many cabinets are left? There are two cabinets still flapping their doors. And is one of them partially damaged? Yes, one is barely hanging on the wall there. All right, I'm going to shoot my firebolt at the other one. Whoa, Ooh. plus seven, 19. 19. That hits. And I do Whoa. 13 nice. points. Oh, you obliterate that cabinet. <laughs> I obliterate <laughs> you, cabinet from hell. <laughs> Stupid cabinet. I hate you. <laughs> All right, everyone in the room, roll another dexterity saving throw. Oh, I, wait, okay. I was going to I was gonna step out of the room. Oh. I didn't finish my turn. Okay, go ahead. The, you know, you know, it's a it's a sad day when a cabinet beats you for initiative. <laughs> All right, so Esmir runs out into the hall, joining Cullen. So uh, Jake and Elric roll a dexterity saving throw as okay. more kitchen items try to pummel and stab you. Oh, I got nailed! Oh, oh my nice. God! Natural twenty, a twenty-one. Elric does the the. The whistle move. Alec does that slow motion dodge, yeah. yeah. But instead of it being like a bullet, it's like an egg beater, like an old fashioned yeah. egg beater. <laughs> yeah. The waves of energy pulsating around it as it spins through the air. Jake, a plate smashes on your head for four points of damage. <laughs> this is good. This is actually good because I need to get this out before I roll. My cure wounds. <laughs> All right, well, Jake, it's your turn. Yay. And there's uh, one cupboard still spitting out its possessed contents. Uh, I'm going to just cast cure wounds at third level on myself because my head is just aching bad. Yeah, you only have nine hit points left. Whoa. Yeah. 17 points back. Um which is better, and then I'm going to run. <laughs> Disengage! 5, 10, 15, 20, excuse me, Wheezy, 25, <laughs> into the hallway. <laughs> All right, Cullen, uh, Jake has just run out into the hallway to join you and Esmir, and he's got a big bump on his head. <laughs> hey, yes, I see you learned the wisdom of getting out. That room is evil! Uh, but Elric is still in the kitchen, and you still hear things smashing and crashing. What are you going to do? Um, I'll give it, I'll throw my throwing axes. I have a feeling that uh, Elric will more than likely take this thing out before it has a chance to retaliate. Oh, 11. 11 hits. So, damage... Ten. So your axe flies in and hits the cabinet, and it falls off the wall and smashes on the ground, and all its contents spill out. And the room 
suddenly falls silent. All right, cool. Hardly my proudest moment, but I'll take it. <laughs> and Elric, you feel uh, the temperature in here suddenly go back to normal, right? It seems like the poltergeist has moved on. Okay. And Elric, right next to you there on the dusty hot plate sits a small iron-bound chest. Hmm. Checking for traps or something. Be careful. Yeah, I'm going to check it for traps and see if it's locked, so... That would be perception. Uh, seven. Well, with a seven, uh, you can tell that it's heavy and it's locked. Okay. Hey, let me have a look at that. Okay. Ah, six. Yes, it's a chest. <laughs> I move out of the way. Can I go investigate it? Yes, you may investigate it if you'd like. Yeah, I'm going to see if maybe it looks trapped or something. And I rolled a ten. It's a small locked chest. Jake, you're our last chance. I'm going to peek in around the hallway, around the corner of the door, and say, Did you kill all of the cups and saucers? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can come in. There's nothing to be afraid of now. All the furniture has been vanquished. You may enter. <laughs> Thank you. Whew. <laughs> Perception. Oh, 14. All right. So, Jake, you examine this small wooden chest that's bound in iron. And with a 14, you don't find any traps. So you pick it up, and it's heavy, right? You give it a shake, and you hear the jingling of, it sounds like, coins. Oh, okay. And you also notice something small uh, etched in one of the iron bands. It looks like a bird. And so you brush the dust aside, and you see that it's a raven. Huh. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. In fact, it kind of looks like the sigil of Albion. Huh. That is interesting. Elric! Yes? Come over here and inspect this here box. <laughs> look. I look at it. It has your crest on it, I believe. It does. I wonder... And when you take a closer look, you realize um, that when you push on the raven, it slides to the side and reveals a keyhole. Huh. Hmm. Oh, I got my magic key. Hold on a second. Check your little magic key and see if it works. If not, I'll pick the lock with my thieves' tools. Yeah, I got a 5% chance. So roll the percentile dice and roll above a 95. D100? Yep. Did it do it? Yes. 50. Oh, uh, it doesn't unlock. This key. Let, let me try my thieves' tools. I will roll thieves' tools. You can't get it to open. What the hell? You find the lock to be quite tricky. Let's take it with us. Mm. Hey, we'll take it with us and look at it later. Yeah, because it could be like an heirloom from your... Yeah. Right. That's what my thought. It could be worth more than the contents. Let's be done and go over here. Yeah, let's check out the other room. Okay, hold on. I want to take a healing potion. Okay. 2d4 plus 2. Five. Okay, five hit points back. Okay, so where am I at? Let's see. Uh, you still have a wound of nine. I, I, I'm going to take another one. Okay. Four more hit points back. I rolled two ones. Isn't that awesome? I healed myself for eight points with a small potion. Okay. I'm going to use mine as well. I only have one, so I'm going to use mine. Ooh, eight points back. Nice. So now I'm only down two. 
All right, so you guys chuck some healing potions and then head to the last door in the hallway. Okay, hold and on, wait. Before we go any further, Esmir wants to cast Melth's Minute Meteors. Okay. And Elric, you're already standing in front of the door there, so Correct. go ahead and roll a perception check. 10. Okay, so with a 10, uh, you know that the door's locked, and you also hear something, and I whispered it to you. Okay, and it sounds like there's furniture moving around in there, banging, like they're rearranging furniture, which is annoying. There's definitely something moving around in there. Oh, here we go. Okay, Esmir, open that door. Uh, I'll try and use my massive strength to tear it from the hinges. Why don't you let her use her key first? Oh, okay, that might work. And we hear, we hear, uh, we hear people moving furniture in there, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Esmir's plan is if her key works and the door opens, she's going to shoot a meteor right into the room. Okay. Even if it's a kitten. Even if it's a kitten. If it is a kitten, it's not a good one. Ooh. Whoa. Did I make it? Nope. You rolled a three, so it doesn't unlock. Oh. Okay, muscle man. All right. Let me, let me at it. I grip the door. Let me do the sound for you. <laughs> oh, oh, you rolled a five. Pull the hammy. <laughs> the doorknob comes off. I'm going to try my thieves tools. Step aside, boy. Step aside. This is ridiculous. You get older sounding every day. I'm feeling it in this house. That's see. not talk about getting older, okay? It's upsetting. <laughs> so I'm actually going to go into my little bag. I'm going to pull out my little um, pipe of smoke dragons. And I'm going to pack a thing, a little twinkling weed in there. And I am going to... Dude. All, All this right. just so, and, <laughs> so they can't get open the door. Oh my god. And then I'm going to try my thieves tools, dude. Let me get and in then, there. And then he forgets what he's doing. What was I doing, guys? Whoa, Ooh, a natural right. 20. 20. Natural F and 20. <laughs> Jerry hooked you up with some good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> And you hear the door unlock. Right on, dude. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, but it's got to be more like, that's what I'm talking about, dudes. <laughs> We're all sitting on the floor, just like picking our nails and stuff, waiting Jake for Jake to do all that just to open the door. <laughs> he's got his bowl. He's said, packing it. Pack he's like, what was I doing? Was this dexterity right. or what's going on? Strength? Oh, my God. And it worked. <laughs> And I turn around and I smile. <laughs> there you are. I step aside to make way for you guys to walk in. <laughs> and as the door opens, a foul odor emanates from beyond the door. It's a rotting stench that immediately turns your stomach. Ugh. I feel a constitution saving throw coming on. Then two creatures creep out of the darkness and into the light of the drift globe. They are bald, 
gray-skinned humanoids with long claws and fangs and a freakishly long tongue. Uh, And you all immediately recognize them as ghouls. Oh no. And these ghouls are thin and bony. They're gaunt, right? It looks like they haven't eaten in ages. Uh, And you have just opened the door. It's dinner time. Roll initiative. Ghouls are disgusting. A flesh and blood creature. I hate ghouls. Fifteen. Uh, three. Oh, Jesus. Eight. I got a, uh, sixteen. All right, well, Jake, you're first. You, uh, open the door, and as this horrible stench envelops you, you suddenly see the ghouls, and they look hungry. What are you gonna do? <laughs> Okie doke. So... What I am going to do is I'm going to look and say, By the powers of Akma, you long tongue sharp fingered bastards, turn! And I want to cast Turn Undead on Uh, both of those guys. Okay. So, the first one I cast onto ghoul number one, and he succeeds. The second one I cast onto him, and he succeeds. Oh, oh, these ghouls are starving. Nothing is going to keep them from this meal. Not even the will of Agma. Okay, and then I am going to run. (laughs) 5, 10, 15, 20... (laughs) I'm running back behind the weasel. I'm running back behind a weasel so I can cast my things like... You know, sacred flame and stuff like that from a distance. Uh, Elric, help! <laughs> All right, Elric, uh, you watched as Jake uh, failed at turning these starving ghouls and then turn and run back up the hall. What are you going to do? All right, well, it's going to take me... I can do this in one. That's 25 feet, brings me to there. Ooh! He is targeted. I'm going to use a glaive on him, two attacks and a butt. So, okay, glaive number one. Ooh. 21, a hit. Good hit. Nice. Damage. Ah. Four, five points of damage, or four points of damage. No, four. Four points of damage. All right, well, glaive blade number two. Uh, nice. 12 hits. Oh, man, you're plus 18, six really 18 helps. hits. Oh, yeah, 12 plus six, 18 hits. Damage. Ah. What's that, bad? Six points of damage to him. All right. Bonus butt. Ooh. Hits. 13 hits. Damage. Butt to the head. Six points. Wow. It's like max nice. damage with that thing, practically. Practically. So, all right. Not the, not the best showing, but a good showing. Uh, three hits, you know. Absolutely. And now it's the ghoul's turn. Oh, okay. And Elric, uh, since you decided to stand in the doorway... Uh, they are going to focus on you. Okay. And as they uh, creep in to attack, you see a third ghoul emerge from the darkness. Oh, no. Okay. So there's a third ghoul? Yes, he's encircled. Yes, Elric is suddenly facing three ghouls, and the first one attacks and misses with a 10. The second one attacks with advantage. And it's it's claws rip into you for 2d4 plus 2, doing 5 points of slashing damage. And you suddenly feel a sickness begin to well up inside you. Roll a constitution saving throw. Uh, Okay, here we go. 
Some sort of necrotic damage? 17. 17, okay. So whatever it was, you fought it off with your strong constitution. Ah, okay. And now the third ghoul attacks. Natural 20. Ah, man. All right, 4d4 plus 2, doing 11 points of damage. And again, you feel something foul (laughs) course through your veins. Roll another constitution saving throw. Uh, oh, an eight. And suddenly, your muscles begin to stiffen. Uh, you are now paralyzed for one minute. Oh, uh, damn. One minute? How many rounds is that? Ten. <coughs> oh, ten rounds. I can't even disengage and run away. Well, you can make another saving throw at the end of your next turn. Okay. If you live that long. If I live that long. Don't sound so gleeful. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Esmir, uh, Elric has entered the doorway and is fighting off three ravenous ghouls when suddenly uh, he just stopped moving. Something's wrong. What are you going to do? Mm, 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 mm. Okay, I'm going to do my magic missiles at second level. So I get four and I'm going to do... Um, I'm going to start with ghoul two. I'm gonna school the ghoul. Pew! I do five points of damage. Whoa, maximum damage. And I'm going to shoot him again. Pew! And I did... Two more points. Two more points, and I'm gonna shoot him again. Pew! Another five points. Five points. And pew! Okay, that's three. Nice. 15 points total. Nice. That was a good volley. That's pretty and good. then, as my bonus action, I'm going to shoot my meteors. But I'm, the trick here is within five feet, so I, I don't see anywhere where I can shoot it without hurting Elric. Yes, unless you toss it behind ghoul number one there. But then it will only hit ghoul number one. Right, I, but it, like if he, if there was a spot, it like where Elric was, I could hit all three of them with it. Yes, but unfortunately, there's no place you could, uh, you know, hit more than one ghoul without also hurting Elric. Someone's gotta drag him out of there. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's you know, it's interesting. I didn't think about that. Okay, so I'm going to shoot two meteors behind ghoul number one. It fails. Nice. Now roll the damage. Okay. School the ghoul. Four points of fire damage. Is it heavy? All right, so that's one meteor, and I'm going to shoot another one at him. Skadoo! He failed. He failed again. And here we go, guys. Skadoo! Yes! Ten. Ooh, ten points. All right, critical. Nice. Suck oh. on that, ghoul. Uh, nice job. So what were they rolling against? Dexterity. Oh, dexterity? Okay. All right, Cullen, a barrage of magical projectiles just flew past you into the room where a frozen Elric stands in the doorway, and he is being mauled by three ghouls. What are you going to do? Um, I like saying ghouls. <laughs> <laughs> Can I drag him? Sure. I, okay, so I step up behind step up behind Elric. How far can I drag him? Your speed will be halved while you're dragging him. 
Okay, well, I'm not going to be able to get far because Esmeralda is standing there. Well, you can drag diagonally next to her. So well, that's, that not, that's not the concern. The concern is that she can't run away and there are three ghouls coming through the door. I can run through. I can once run through Wheezy and AC. All right. Um, I guess on your turn, you can run away. So my intention is going to be to try and drag Elric into this uh, kitchen that we defeated earlier. Okay, so you get him into the kitchen doorway. So I drag Elric to the door. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's uh, AC's turn. What's he gonna do? AC's up. What's he gonna do? That's a good question. Uh, I think he's gonna wait here with me. He's on my shoulder. Okay. For now. Jake, uh, you've moved back into the hallway behind everyone here, and you watch as Cullen grabs a paralyzed Elric and drags him out of the doorway. What are you gonna do? Um, they're not as dexterous, it seems. So I'm gonna actually cast Sacred Flame onto, um, can I, can I cast it onto number three? Or is he around the corner and I can't see him? Um, you can't see him from there. You can only see ghoul okay, number so, one. So cast it on to ghoul number one. And he succeeded. So oh, man. I can't seem to um, beat these MNFers, so I'm going to stay put, and that's my move. All right. Elric, uh, Cullen has dragged you away from the ghouls, but their touch has paralyzed your body. Can you fight off the sickness? Roll another wisdom or constitution saving throw. All right, here we go. 21. Right on. 21. All right, you fight it off and you can move again. All right, cool. And that's the entire of my turn? Yep, that ends your turn. Okay, that's what I thought. All right, cool. I am... I'm back in the game. Yeah. Yes, you are back in the game. And just in time, because the ghouls rush out into the hallway with their long tongues flicking out in anticipation of flesh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Two of them uh, rush Cullen because he took their meal. Oh. And the first one attacks with his claws and misses with a 10. Oh, man. The second one also attacks with his claws and hits with a 22. Damn. Can I parry that? Sure. I'll wait till I get the damage. I guess that's what I have to do for parry. All right, and it does six points of slashing damage. So go ahead now and roll your parry. 1d8 plus two, uh, four. Damn it. All right, so it only did two points of damage, but that's enough for its foul sickness to enter your bloodstream. Roll a constitution saving throw. Oh man. 17. Yeah, good one. Nice. You fight off the paralysis. Right on. Now, the third ghoul rushes Esmir, and it swipes at her with its nasty claws. A natural 20. Oh, no. Jesus. Doing 14 points of damage, Ouch. putting you into heavy. Oh, no. And you begin to feel your body stiffen. Roll a constitution saving throw. Nine. A nine. And suddenly, oh. you feel your muscles lock up, and you are paralyzed. Damn it. There's nothing I can do. Oh, that sucks. Is there anything? Jake, you'll have to grab her. She's only half your size. <laughs> well, we'll see, because now it's Esmir's turn. So go ahead and roll another constitution saving throw. Can you break this paralysis? 
Mm. Oh, Jesus Christ. A four is not enough, and the ghoul's paralysis overtakes you. All right, Cullen, you are being assailed by two ghouls, and out of the corner of your eye, you see Esmir suddenly freeze up. What are you going to do? Okay, well... All right, so I'm going to try and take out ghoul number one. And I'm going to take a, my first swing with the vicious battle axe. 14. It's nice. Kill him. Eight points of damage. Eight points of damage. Didn't kill him. Nope, but it doesn't look so good. So the sword? Well, yeah, I'll do the axe on this guy and then save the sword as a bonus action for a different guy. 13 hits. Nice. Dying. Nice. All right, one ghoul goes down, but two more remain, and you got one more attack. I'm concerned that they'll stand back up again, but I'm going to go for the bonus swing. 19 hits. Nice. Nine points of damage. All right. Did I use my action surge? No, I have not. So I'm going to use my action surge. Okay. Take another swing of the axe on this ghoul number three. Yes. 18 hits. Seven, moderate damage. Um, that was my bonus action, which I don't think there's anything I can do after this. All right. All right. Cullen goes all out on these ghouls, and four swings later, one is down, and another one gets cut up for 16 damage. And now it's Aces' turn, who is uh, standing on Esmir's paralyzed shoulder. What's he going to do? Yeah, I think uh, Asilius is going to try and... Uh, uh, he's gonna fly over here. Okay. So, uh, Asilius, Asilius flew behind ghoul number three. Okay, he flies over to help out Cullen, and now we go to Jake in the back there, and you see that Elric is beginning to move again, but now Esmir seems frozen. What are you gonna do? Alright, so, okay, so I'm, I'm gonna bend down, and I'm gonna, um, grab her by her cloak, and I'm going to drag her back towards me. I'm going to walk backwards 15 feet. I think that's as far as I could go. 15 feet. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to kind of like um, swing her around behind me so that... Okay, I'm... but don't mess up my hair, okay? Don't mess <laughs> I'll make sure that nothing falls out of it. <laughs> okay. All right, Elric. Jake is dragging a paralyzed Esmir away from one ghoul while Cullen fights another. What are you going to do? I am going to move where Wheezy is. I'm going to burn my action surge. I got two spell slots left, so let's see what some fire can do to these guys. Chromius Orbison. Hit. 17 hits. Sweet. Uh, Boom, 14 points of damage. And that puts it into critical. Nice. Can I switch targets or do I have to stay on the same target? Yeah, you can switch targets. All right, because I want to try to hurt them both. Okay. All right, That's so I'll my target boy. that guy. That's my boy. <laughs> Chromatic orb. Ah, oh, miss. Eight misses. I, I, I switched over too fast and I hit the wall. <laughs> but that's both my spell slots that I have, and I have no more spell slots. Ain't got no more juice. Ain't got no more juice. All right, Esmir, 
Jake is dragging your paralyzed body back through the hall, and Elric has just jumped in front of you to protect you, and he's unleashing chromatic orbs. You gotta get back in the fight. Roll another constitution saving throw. 10 plus 1 is 11. Oh, just barely, but you do it. You fight off the paralysis. Nice. Sweet. Ah, good. And as you Ah, begin to regain control of your muscles, you look up and see something standing in the doorway. Oh, no. What fresh hell. And then it steps out into the hallway, and you all see another ghoul. But this one is different. It's bigger and much more menacing. It's an uber ghoul. It's a super ghoul. ghoul. Some may call it an uber ghoul, but you immediately recognize it as a ghast. Oh no! These things are horrible! A ghast from the past. (laughs) And as it steps out, you all smell that foul, rotting stench again. And you realize that uh, this ghast is the source of that noxious odor. So Cullen and Elric, you two are suddenly overtaken by this putrid odor. Roll a constitution saving throw. All right. Oh no. This guy needs some deodorant. Yeah. Some arm and hammer, buddy. (laughs) Jesus. 20. 26. Nice. 22. Nice. All right. You guys are not even phased by the smell of foul decay. (laughs) We we went in the poo room. You're nothing, Uh buddy. Then it lunges at Elric and attacks with its long claws and rolls a natural 20. No way. What the fudge, man? Two natural 20s against me. And you take 10 points of damage as it slashes you. Oh, man. I have 19 points left. And again, you feel its foulness try to overtake your body. Roll another constitution saving throw. All right, just a second. Oh, please. Don't get paralyzed. We're screwed. 18. Oh, 24. I can't believe how nervous I was. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you should be nervous because a stinky ghast has joined the ghouls. What are you going to do, Cullen? I got to try and polish off ghoul number three. Uh, With advantage. Oh, thank you for pointing that out. Yeah, because of AC. Buster Brown. 16 hits. And 11 damage takes it down. Oh, that was all it took. Goodbye, ghoul. Goodbye, ghoul. All right. My second axe and sword are for you, jumping jack ghast. <laughs> uh, but I don't have advantage now. Oh, no. Okay, so take a swing with the axe. Please be a 20. Ooh, oh, 12 is a miss. Okay, bonus sword. 16 hits. That one hit. 11 points of damage. It's only lightly damaged. Uh, All right. If I have movement left, is it possible for me to get behind the ghast? Uh, Yeah. I know that'll put me in harm's way for ghoul number two, but hey, it helps Elric. Yeah. Thank you. I'm going to flanky. Now Silius is up. What's he going to do? I'm going to move Asilius right here. Okay, Jake, only one ghoul remains, but a ghast has joined the fray. What are you going to do? So, um, ghoul number two has taken some damage, correct? 
Yes, they've both taken damage. Okay, I'm gonna drop, or try, to drop a bell on his head and see if he can make his wisdom save. And he oh, failed. failed. Finally, finally, he's taking two D12 necrotic damage. Whoa! Only 12 points. That's half. But it puts him in the heavy. It does put him in the heavy, and I am then going to back up. Uh, no, I'm not going to back up. Okie doke. All right, Elric, this stinky ghast wants to feast on your flesh. What are you going to do? Okay, let me target the ghast. All right, Glaive. Glaive of Sharpness. First attack. Yes. Hit with a 25. Nice. Damage. Oh, nice. Puts him into moderate. All right, second attack with the Glaive of Sharpness. Hits. Ooh, 14 hits. Oh. All right. Nine points of damage to him. Bonus action. The bonus butt. Oh, yeah. Natural 20. Natural 20. <laughs> that's, that's three times for me tonight. Too bad that couldn't have been a blade. It's awesome, though. And you put it into heavy with put 10 more heavy. damage. <laughs> All right. Now, the remaining ghoul uh, moves up behind Cullen to flank. Oh, man. And he attacks with advantage. And hits with a 19. Uh, uh, doing four points of slashing damage. And again, you begin to feel the effects of their paralytic touch. Roll another constitution saving throw. 12. Ah, you make the save. Thank God. All right, now we go to Esmir, who's back in the fight. What do you do, Esmir? Okay. I'm gonna shoot. Uh, bada, bada, bada. Oh, you got the meteor. Dude, just calm down. I'm being flanked. Shut up. I'm gonna shoot. First, I'm gonna shoot a second level magic missile barrage. Ooh, at my friend Gul Two. Five damage puts it into critical. Ouch. Apshur. Two more damage. Apshur. What? What the hell? One, a two, two more points, and then one. Apshur. Oh, yes. Oh. Nice. Just killed him. Killed I killed him. him. I still got some meteors to shoot. If I aim them, I can't. Yeah, you guys are packed into this hallway, and there's, there's really no place to put a meteor without hurting your friends. Yeah, we're all within five feet of whatever square you put it in. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well. It's, there's no... That sucks. Esmir's off her game because she's pissed off because she's in a stupid spooky house, and she hates it. All right, so the last ghoul is down, but the ghast remains focused on Elric and attacks with its claws. And hits with a 24. Gosh, man. Jumping jack. Bad yes. guys are hot tonight. Doing seven points of damage. Oh, man. Oh, he's in critical. Oh, man. You gotta get out of there. Elric, your muscles are beginning to stiffen. Roll another constitution saving throw. Okay, just a second. All right, here we go. Constitution saving Come throw. Come on, buddy. 14. Yes. 20. Oh, nice. All right, Cullen. The ghast is all over Elric, who's looking in bad shape. What are you going to do? 
Okay, buddy. Uh, I would leave you for me friend to kill so you could keep his record. <laughs> but I'm going to do me best to kill you now. <laughs> the axe comes down at 26. 26 hits. Throwing eight plus four points of damage to 12 gets him to critical. The second axe. 14 it hits. Oh, it hit. And we throw another one down. Nine points of damage. Nice. And then we come in with the bonus. The filing longsword hit. with the silver. Hit, hit. And hit. 15 hits. Hit. Please, maximum damage. Nine points oh, of damage. Nine. Exceeds nine. It. Oh, it's dying. My first boss. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. How's it go down, Cullen? Okay, as soon as I feel those magic missiles whistle past me and thump into the enemy behind me and his body falls to the ground, I shrug my shoulders and I say, oh, thank God that's not my problem anymore. <laughs> then I take a swing with the axe and I chop me. And then I take another swing with the axe and I come up and like a big undercut and I, I cut him deep again. And then I take the sword and I jam it into his neck down through his body. And I pull it out. Bones and sinew and guts of whatever kind it has. Flying through the air. Form crumbles into the ground. Now it totally stinks in here. <laughs> smelling room full of ghoul and gas pots, and Cullen celebrating his first boss kill. But who is the boss's boss? And where might it be hiding? What is wrong with moving half a square when you're in a spooky house? What smells worse, a poo room or a gas? I wonder. And can you cut a limb off of a ghost? I guess we'll never find out. But who knows? Tune in next time to find out on Roll Radio. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to Roll Radio. All right. So uh, the party continues uh, making their way through the spooky mansion of The Haunt by PB Publishing, which has turned into a trilogy and has just been released as a hardcover special edition. It's really cool. It's a beautiful book that's filled with monster stats, magic items, and uh, really cool maps. Check it out at dmsguild.com. We are playing The Haunt on Fantasy Grounds, right? Which is uh, one of the options and how I got it on DMs Guild. All right, so the party should be finishing up the module pretty soon, um, hopefully by Halloween, which would be which would work out pretty nicely. And then uh, we'll jump back into Scourge of the Sword Coast. And I, I kind of been thinking about this uh, lately, and I think I may be doing this several more times uh, in this campaign, you know, jumping in and out of Scourge of the Sword Coast. Because, you know, there's a lot of great modules and stories out there, not just from Wizards of the Coast, but from other great uh, writers and publishers like PB Publishing, right? And as the story progresses uh, from the, you know, the decisions that the players are making, 
you know, new opportunities arise to expand beyond the borders of, um, of the main campaign module. And as the game master, there's really no reason you can't, you know, borrow bits and pieces from other sources to augment or expand uh, the story that you're trying to tell. Why not put a haunted mansion in an abandoned town that will help expand the stories of the players, right? And it also helps to kind of, you know, spice up the game by adding different monsters and different uh, skill checks that they may not normally meet or do in the main storyline. All right, and if you're enjoying the story we're creating in our game here, please consider helping support the show through donations or becoming a Patreon and gain access to a bunch of bonus content, like um, this week's post-game outtakes, where I lament about not possessing Esmir with that ghost. And, of course, uh, help us spread the word and grow the community of Roll Radio fans. Leave a review on your podcasting platform and get folks to go, hmm, that sounds pretty cool. I think I'll give that a listen. All right, so we're playing D&D 5th Edition by Wizards of the Coast at dnd.wizards.com. And like I said, we are uh, making our way through The Haunt by PB Publishing. Check them out uh, on Facebook or Twitter at pbpublishing1. And, of course, all the spooky in-game music and wailing ghosts and drooling ghouls are from uh, Sirenscape.com. Because epic games need epic sounds. All right. Thanks again for listening, everybody. And tune in next time to see what's behind that last door in the Montharthas Mansion. Jumpin' Jack Gast, it's a best ass blast. <laughs> Jumping Jack Gas better shoot him fast. <laughs> oh my God, you should get an inspiration for that. <laughs>